0: How can technology help small wineries get noticed in the large, consolidated middle tier of America's liquor distribution system? We talked to Jack Cohen Martin of Grape Inn to find out how. Welcome to Tip of the Tongue, a podcast on the Nitty Grits Network, where we explore the intersection of food and drink and museums. This is Liz Williams. Welcome, everybody. Um, We're here today with Jack Cohen Martin, and we are going to be talking a little bit about his business and one of the things that we're applying the business to and that is the Italy American Chamber of Commerce activity, which is a, a taste of Italy all around the country. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your company?
1: Hey Liz, uh, thank you for having me. So uh, Grapein is an online B2B e-commerce platform. And our focus is on connecting craft, wine, and spirit producers directly with trade buyers, help them navigate the three-tier separation system in the U.S. That's our main goal.
0: How do you do that, and why do they need it?
1: So what we found um, is a lot of producers, the, the biggest problem is not necessarily finding a, a distributor in the U.S., for enablement of the business, their biggest problem usually is sales, sales and marketing. Because even when you find a distributor, you still, someone needs to still to sell your wine or your product. And the distributors nowadays, due to distribution consolidation and the proliferation of a lot of new brands in the market, the distributors are just handling too much. A typical distributor has thousands of brands on their books and a small producer is just one more brand, right, on this book. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to get uh, their attention. And, and the sales reps from the distributor, especially the big distributors, usually don't have the financial incentive to push one small brand out of the tens of thousands of other brands that they have in the books. So the, we're, we're there to help.
0: Okay. It, it all so started, how do you help?
1: Right. So In is a, is a B2B e-commerce platform. So um, we enable trade buyers that are looking for that craft, wine, small bet spirits to find brands that otherwise they would have harder time to find. Brands that are not widely available through the big distributors on FG Proof and ERNDC is coming soon and, and the big platforms, especially nowadays. With uh, less fit in the street, less sales reps coming in and out um, of stores because of the pandemic, it's it's even harder for trade buyers who are looking for that craft product to find it. So the biggest element of our platform is the B2B um, aspect of it, where we allow using technology, using big data and recommendation algorithms uh, to help the uh, trade buyers to find products that are good match for the business and for the taste and for the area they're in, the type of clients that come into their store, or restaurant, to find that, that uh, great match of product and communicate directly with the producer or uh, with the supplier of that product. So that's that's the main element, um, the discovery, the, the B2B e-commerce piece. And below that interface, below that basic interaction of discovery of products and communication with as close as possible to the supply of that product, below that, we are running advanced advertising technology activities um, that allow the system to be in front of potential buyers and even grow brand with end consumers. In order to increase the uh, awareness for this brand and help the brand sell more, uh, so, and that's an element that, that is whenever a trade buyer comes to a system, the system remembers that person, that that buyer and, and remind them about this pla- about our platform, wherever they go around the internet. Sometimes it's called retargeting, there's others name for, for these type of advertising. but the idea is that when a trade buyer or an end consumer is looking at your product show interest we keep reminding them about the product on social media and in other places
0: well so are you seeing yourself as representing the the wines and the brands of wine or are you seeing yourself represent the restaurants and bars and the the retail wine sellers who do you represent
1: right that's a good question so we see ourselves as a platform uh, that connects buyers and sellers. So it's an online network. And sometimes there are um, additional, additional people from within the supply chain that find the platform useful and they join the platform and, and play a role. So we are really an, an online virtual network. And uh, we have both buyers and sellers on the platform. I think that the biggest problem that we solve is helping the small suppliers and, and these craft brands to. Sh- to have a, a bigger share of voice and to help them get discovered by buyers. Because uh, buyers have a lot of tools in different ways. And when you speak to buyers, I don't think that they're gonna, they're gonna tell you that their biggest problem um, is that they cannot find yet another Chardonnay, right? Mm-hmm. There's always more. There's always gonna be more than what they can actually sell or, or what they can have on their, on their shelves. Uh, but on the other hand, if you're looking for a unique product, Or if you're looking for a specific Chardonnay or if you're looking to uh, partner directly with a producer that you have good, good to, you know, to grow a longer term relationship and and to potentially uh, monetize better, then there are no tools for that. Right. So we are building a platform uh, that could play a role with both buyers and sellers. I think that the biggest value uh, that we're bringing is to bring transparency into the, the industry, into the three tier that does not exist right now, uh, or is very limited right now, this transparency. And at the same time, some of the activities, some of the partnerships that we have, like the partnership that you mentioned in the beginning with the Italian-American Chamber of Commerce, to that extent, this year, the Taste of Italy event in Texas, Taste of Italy in New Orleans, and also Save Italy in LA, these three events are one of the only wine events that are actually going to happen this year, and they're going to be mostly virtual. Uh, GrapeIn is the platform where all the product information, wine information, uh, producer's information um, is going to be on. Uh, And to that extent, if you want to learn about a wine, ask for a sample, or even if you want to set a meeting, book a meeting with a producer, you'll be able to do it through GrapeIn. So to that extent, with this interaction, with, with this partnership, Grapin becomes a, a big venue of, uh, of a wine conference. Uh, so that's part of, of us being a network and bring value across the ecosystem.
0: And so really what you're doing is being the facilitator for all of this. Maybe if you explain a little bit um, about the three-tiered system so that people understand what you mean when you talk about it
1: sure so i came to learn about the 3 tier system in a way that otherwise you wouldn't even think about it i met a few friends in italy several years ago and we were bumping uh, bouncing in and out of of nice wineries meeting producers in a family-owned places really magical and I was talking to a producers, I was there with friends from different places in the world. And when we asked them, yeah, like like we really like your wine, we wanna we wanna be able to buy this wine and relive the experience from home, where can I find it in Europe or the East Coast, the West Coast? When when we're talking about Europe, they're no problem telling us, Yeah, we, we sell it here, we sell it there, and this is the price range. When we're talking about the US, uh they would go yeah, you know what? I used to have an importer in Illinois. We don't work with them anymore. I don't know if the product is available. I'm not sure what the price is. Let's wait for my son to come in. He's going to check on the computer, right? As if we're talking about a black magic uh, thing going on. And uh, coming back to the U.S. after getting the wine bug to some extent, a lot of other people would become an importer or would take over a, a wine brand and try to sell it. That's, that's what happened to some of my friends. Me being a, a technology and advertising technology person, I immediately went to okay, let's solve this problem. It seems like uh, the biggest problem for the producer is the what we call the representation gap, where the producer really has no access and no communication with the with the trade buyer, with the end consumer. And I started going to to different trade shows, and that's when I learned that basically a, a producer. Cannot sell directly to a trade buyer in the U. To a trade buyer in the U.S. Obviously, a producer needs a distributor to buy their wine and then sell to the trade buyer. And only a trade buyer, which is a restaurant or a store, can sell that has a liquor license. Can sell to the end consumer. And it's called the the three tier separation system because uh, tier one is either the importer or the local brand. Uh, tier two is the distributor. And tier three is the store, the restaurant, uh, that sells to the end consumer. So talking to Italian producers, what we learned is that basically, not only did they need an importer to get into the US, once they're in the US, they basically uh, lose any visibility into where their wines are, and where they're selling, and for how much. And this disconnect between the owner of the product and the trade buyer, and obviously the end consumer, we're trying to solve some of this. Uh, we believe that this is a, a connection that that is well-anticipated and, and well-valued on both sides, and we're trying to make it happen more naturally with, with our platform.
0: Yes, I think it's a, a leftover residual from prohibition, and yet here we are almost 100 years later still dealing with it. <laughs> So what does someone do if they're in the U.S., in New Orleans, in Los Angeles, or in Houston, and they are interested in participating in this and being able to speak to or taste the wines of Italy? How do they do that? Sure.
1: So definitely. So if you will Google Taste of Italy, the Italian-American Chamber of Commerce are running this event you will find that there are uh, three events this year, uh, Taste of Italy in Houston, Texas and Taste of Italy in New Orleans, Sever Italy in LA. These events are focusing on getting trade buyers, restaurant owners, stores, chains, hotels, whoever is in hospitality, learn more and try and, and connect with Italian products and Italian producers. And by that, potentially become an ambassador or or basically get products to delight and add more value to their clients, to the end consumer, that otherwise uh, no one will have a chance to try. The Chamber of Commerce is really doing an amazing job at getting these craft, amazingly uh, well-done products uh, that are coming from small family vineyards in Italy that otherwise you will need to actually fly to Italy to find Um, and uh, that's that's a good that's a good place to to be in Um,
0: yeah so in New Orleans I know that when we have it we are actually going to have the tasting so that you'll be able to sign up and come to the museum the Southern Food and Beverage Museum and actually taste the wines it'll be done in a sort of protected manner so that everybody has a a time when they come and all of that sort of thing but we'll continue with social distancing and stuff but we wanted to make it possible for people to actually taste the wines and not just talk to the suppliers so we're kind of Um,
1: sure yeah this year as mentioned earlier the taste of italy events both of the events are going to be Half virtual, meaning uh, the buyers will be able to come in, in limited numbers at a time to the to the venue where the event is is taking place. They will be able to try the wine and also speak to the producers using a, a video chat. It's going to be safe. There's going to be only uh, limited uh, visitors that will be able to to get in at a certain time, and you can use the graping platform in order to pre-book a time uh, in order not to miss this event. In LA, the late event is 100% virtual, uh, meaning the the samples are going to be delivered uh, to the business and the communication, the virtual tasting is going to take place online. Um, you, you're still uh, welcome to book a meeting online through Grapin in order to be part of this virtual event uh, for the Savor Italy in L.A.
0: And so how, how is this use of grape, in, aside from the Taste of Italy and the Savor Italy, how, how is, it, is it working? How long have you done it and how, what kind of feedback do you get from people?
1: Sure. So I came from, my background is in, on an advertising and advertising technology. I had my own company for about 10 years, which I sold. And then more recently, I worked for a big data company uh, where uh, we served, we were working with big uh, brands such as Microsoft, HP. And one of their brands was Perno richard which is one of the biggest wine and, and alcohol distributors, producers in the world. Um, and working with them, I realized that this industry still didn't make a transition to, to digital. Um, for the past uh, year and a half, I've been working with small producers and, and small brands, um, helping them with online marketing, helping them grow demand to their brands with both end consumers and trade buyers. And while working with these small brands, I've, I've noticed that the, the bigger guys, the bigger uh, importers that we had a chance to work with usually have no problem sell their product by connecting directly with the trade buyer and then turn around uh, and get their distributors to facilitate the business. The smaller guys are pretty much dependent on on their distributors. And that's where we we decided to build Grapin as a platform that will facilitate these connections and will help producers and, and small suppliers to take control over the distribution. So legally, you still need to have a distributor or you need to have a distribution license. But by bringing this transparency and connecting buyers with sales directly, you're less dependent on using one distribution method versus the other, uh, using one distributor versus a logistics service, right? So that's that's where it came from. So for a year and a half, I've been mostly uh, working with, these small suppliers on supplying them services. And the beginning of this year, we launched Grapin as a platform. The traction, uh, the feedback was very positive back like in the beginning. And funny enough, it was a, we, we got a lot of love from small restaurants uh, in New York, New Jersey area, because that's, that's where we launched originally. That's where I'm based. And these small restaurants, they're looking for these small brands that you cannot find anywhere uh, that uh, even if you scan, you don't get much information. It, on one hand, it allows them to monetize better. But on the other end it brings a lot of value to the, to the end consumers that, that can try this, this craft wine that you cannot really find in other places that goes well with the branding of the restaurant, with the experience, with the food. So they were the, the first uh, uh, sweet spot, these small restaurants. Unfortunately, in March during COVID, a lot of them stopped working. We do see some of them coming back now and and using the platform more. But yeah, at this point, we work with Chamber of Commerce and a few other organizations. And during these type of events where no one can really um, travel anywhere, our platform is one of the, the only places where you can really source for new products from outside of the country or from other states uh, that otherwise you would have harder time to to find and, and taste and, and connect with the source of it.
0: Wow. Well, I think you're doing a really great, great service. Do you represent um, wineries all over the world?
1: Yes. So when we launched, we were mostly focusing on local suppliers, uh, products, suppliers that already have products uh, stateside that are available for, for sale. Uh, more recently, we started working with more producers that are looking to get a way into the United States. We joined forces with a few importers uh, and logistics services that give additional services for these producers that, that are looking to, to get into the market. And our contribution there is mostly helping these producers generate demand and prove demand that, in return, help them get presentation from a traditional three tier importer or, or distributor, but doing, doing so organically. Meaning, a lot of producers just dump ahead, close something with an importer in a market where their wine is not necessarily a good fit. And find only uh, too late in a year or, or two years after the product was not sold and maybe had a clearance, and that affects their brand for the long run. So, what we help with, uh, what we help there is help with uh, um, identifying a demand and improving a demand uh, before you, you overinvest um, over invest uh, into the market. All right.
0: Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for uh, talking to me today, and I think anybody who is at all interested should go to the Taste of Italy website and uh, learn more about how they can participate. Thanks so very much, Jack. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Tip of the Tongue. We come to you from studios in the Southern Food and Beverage Museum in New Orleans. Please come by when you are in New Orleans and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Liz Williams.